It's sometimes called replacement theology, and these days it's a popular teaching in some Christian circles. But as our guest today reveals, this system of beliefs carries some dark implications. In fact, it may have been used as a justification for Hitler's atrocities. This and more, just ahead, today on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to better understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. Well, the Bible clearly lays out events that will take place in the time known as the last days or the end of days. It's a time directly preceding the return of the Messiah to this earth. Now, we know that Israel will play a key role in this plan. In fact, a central role. Is Jesus coming back soon? Well, many signs point to this, but specific things yet have to happen before Jesus returns. Here to help us sort through how all of this is going to play out is New York Times bestselling author and a regular guest here on Jewish Voice. Please welcome Joel Richardson. Welcome back. Congratulations, first of all, on your new book. We're going to talk about it in just a few minutes. But there is a growing interest, I think, among Christians, and we're seeing that with our own audience here on Jewish Voice, a growing interest in understanding the roots, the, the, the Jewish roots of people's faith, believers' faith, and a an acknowledgement or an understanding that Israel is very much a part of God's plan. Now, that's been the case for the 35 years since I've been a believer. But at the same time, there's also a growing movement in evangelical Christianity that is asserting that Jewish people have no right to the land, that God is finished with the Jewish people. I'm seeing more evidence of this all the time. What are, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, there's no question, sadly, that particularly among the youth, I think among a lot of young seminarians and just the youth in general, the millennials, there's this trending toward embracing what's called replacement theology and along with that a very strong anti-Israel, anti-Zion, pro-Palestinian narrative. And I think that if we don't address this theologically, that those that are filling the pulpits in five, ten years are going to be a majority of the evangelicals will be embracing this anti When you say millennials, and you're talking about uh, people under 25, perhaps? I'm, yeah, I'm not sure the exact. It's uh, just before the Generation X, so I'm, I'm going to guess But college campuses, yeah. predominantly. Now, you're talking about uh, young people who were raised in evangelical Christian homes. Yeah. Are they still serving the Lord? Yeah, and this is the thing is <clears throat> most of these folks that are embracing this narrative, they love Jesus. They believe, they've actually been convinced that this is uh, the, this position they're embracing, that it's, it's uh, an issue of justice and compassion for the poor, marginalized Palestinians, and sort of this ru runaway juggernaut uh, apartheid state of Israel, sort of the new neo-Nazis of the earth, if you will, uh, are uh, oppressing the Palestinians and, and all these well-funded American evangelical Christian Zionists are getting behind it. 
and it's going to lead toward Armageddon and, and all this sort of thing. The, the, the power of narrative, I mean, it goes all the way back, you know, the story of David and Goliath or, you know, Jesus, the young revolutionary preacher against the religious aristocracy. Those that are pushing this pro-Palestinian narrative have done very good at harnessing the power of narrative and, and sort of portraying it as sort of the... And they don't have to go very far to find this narrative. It's, it's just about everywhere, with very few exceptions. Let's talk about the theological basis and, and how we understand this issue from a biblical perspective. You talk a, quite a bit, both in your books, your new book, and we have about restoration versus supersessionism, uh, which is really replacement theology. Can you define that for us? Yeah, replacement theology, very simple, is the idea that the church is the new and true Israel. It's very simple. Restorationism, it's actually a, a term, that I, a theological term that I've coined because in looking at all of the theological works out there, there is not, and this is, this is very telling, there has not been a sufficient term to describe an alternative to replacement theology. Some people will use the term covenantalism, but then that gets... So the term rest, <clears throat> restorationism, it, appeal, it applies to this issue of when Jesus has been resurrected and his disciples say to him, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? It's simply the belief that when Jesus comes back, he is literally going to sit on the restored throne of David over a restored kingdom of Israel. Jesus said, when I come back during the restoration of all things. And now some Christians believe that Jesus will come back and reign on the earth but then they, they remove any Jewish characteristics of his reign. The scriptures are clear that not only does he come back to restore the earth, and we have resurrected physical bodies, but that kingdom that he will establish will be thoroughly Jewish. Now, I am a Gentile worshiper of the God of Israel, and my hope is in the God of Israel sending forth his Jewish Messiah to restore the Jewish kingdom. That's, that's my gospel. That's what I'm looking so forward to. So what's so to. dangerous about replacement theology? Help us understand what's so, what's so dangerous. I don't think people watching understand. Yeah, and we could spend all night talking about the dangers of replacement theology. I call it the dangerous logic of supersessionism. You could call it the deadly logic because it is deadly logic. What I do is I go through the history of the Christian church, going all the way back, Justin Martyr, Hippolytus, all of the early Christian theologians, all the way up until modern times. And I show how the theology, uh, this idea that God in 70 AD, that he removed his his calling and his election from Israel, and he transferred it to the church. And I show how this theology, this belief, has led to the long historical pattern of Christians persecuting and hating and even killing God's covenant people. There is a clear connection between the theology which says God is done with Israel and Christians actually working to carry out the so-called will of God. Don't go anywhere. I've got a lot more to talk about with Joel Richardson and also an important update that you need to see. Stay with me. Your gracious gift and support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. 
Today, we are currently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Zimbabwe who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help. As our special thank you, when you share a gift of any size right now, we will send you the exciting new book by today's guest, Joel Richardson, called When a Jew Rules the World, What the Bible Really Says About Israel in the Plan of God. This remarkable book will open your eyes to the reality of the coming thousand-year rule of Yeshua from Jerusalem. As an additional expression of our appreciation for your support, we'll also send you the perfect complement to this book, Jonathan Burness's teaching on CD, The Dangerous Lie of Replacement Theology. Tackling this deceptive teaching that has infiltrated churches about Jewish people in Israel being replaced in God's plans, purposes, and promises, equipping you to refute this dangerous doctrine. Now, if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus two additional inspirational gifts to enrich and deepen your connection to the Jewish roots of your faith. These include the Jonathan Burness teaching on CD titled, God's Plan for Israel, and we'll send you the beautiful and meaningful Yeshua Menorah. This lovely decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city, Jerusalem, inscribed with the name Yeshua. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. It's sometimes called replacement theology, and these days it's a popular teaching in some Christian circles. But as our guest today reveals, this system of beliefs carries some dark implications. In fact, it may have been used as a justification for Hitler's atrocities. This and more, just ahead, today on Jewish Wars. I'm back with New York Times bestselling author Joel Richardson, who just wrote a new book, it's called When a Jew Rules the World, What the Bible Really Says About Israel in the Plan of God. Too many Christians are just basing their understanding on the New Testament because they've been taught that the Old Testament has been done away with. Now, you deal with that in the book, and you ask that question. It, has the Old Testament been done away with? Yeah, well, I mean, of course not. You know, again, when Jesus came along, there was no New Testament. He, he had the Old Testament. The disciples were raised on the Old Testament. And the, I, listen, <clears throat> there are mysteries that are revealed in the New Testament. There are things that were somewhat hidden that are opened up and expanded upon. But Jesus and the apostles and Paul never abrogated, reinterpreted, or did away with anything that, that the Lord has been proclaiming from the very beginning. 
Talk to me about the millennial reign of the Messiah, and then I want to go back and, and better understand how this connects with the messianic reign in the, in the prophets. But what is the, the, the millennial reign? The millennial reign, you could say the kingdom of God. When Jesus was going about Galilee and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom, he was simply preaching about the coming millennial reign, the thousand-year reign when he will rule on the earth uh, from Jerusalem. And so, I mean, basically what Jesus was proclaiming was the same thing that the prophets before him were proclaiming and that the disciples after him proclaimed, which is that when Jesus comes back, he will sit on the throne of David, he will restore the kingdom to Israel, and it will be a very physical, tangible kingdom. And so, you know, most Christians today, if you were to ask, I would say the majority of you know, evangelical Christians, what is the gospel? They would say the good news that we proclaim our message is Jesus died on the cross for your sins so that someday we die and go to heaven forever. You know, just sort of in this disembodied state floating around the clouds. The Bible clearly teaches that there is the day of the Lord when Jesus returns and we receive resurrected bodies, immortal bodies. Those that argue against the millennial kingdom say it's only mentioned once, Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. How do you respond to that? It's throughout the prophets. It's throughout the scriptures. It's throughout the New Testament. That, yes, the term the millennium is only referred to that in that portion of Revelation, but the descriptions of the millennium fill the Bible. It, was, it is the overwhelming hope and expectation of all the prophets, and they're all talking about it. And so this is the problem with most Christians is that they're not Old Testament literate. But when Jesus was proclaiming the gospel, he was proclaiming it to Old Testament literate Jews. They didn't have the New Testament. They didn't have the book of Revelation. They had the prophets. And so he was simply reiterating that which all the prophets proclaimed. So is the millennial reign, Revelation 20, and the messianic age, do you understand them to be the same thing? Yeah. The age of the Messiah? Yes. We have become... Uh, we've stunted our ability to communicate the good news to the Jewish people because they're yearning for the Messianic Kingdom, but how many Christians are proclaiming the Messianic Kingdom? Yet that's exactly what the, the Bible, including the New Testament, proclaims. What do you see happening in the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months in the Middle East, maybe in America as well? Let's go 48 months. Okay. Um, <laughs> I believe that we will likely see, and this is, I'm not, this is not thus saith the Lord, but I think there's a strong reason to believe that we'll see a, a major regional Iranian war throughout the Middle East. That Iran has made it very clear that they want to expand their power across the region. Presently there is a conflict for the heart of the northern Middle East between Iran and Turkey. This is the same pattern that's been repeated throughout history. You had the Medo-Persian Empire in Greece. You had the Parthians and the Romans. You had the Byzantines and the Sassanids. You had the Ottomans and the Safavids. Today you have Turkey and Iran. I believe the first step will be an Iranian breakout throughout the region. ISIS very well could be the, the, uh, you know, the, the issue that's luring them out. I don't know. And then in some time following that, again, it might be a few years, I think we're going to see a massive Turkish military response. I think we're going to see Middle Eastern wars increase in the years ahead. Do you see Israel dealing with Iran to, to destroy the nuclear threat? Um, there's a lot of speculation going on about that. Will Israel deal with Iran or will someone else deal with Iran? It's all possible. 
you know, Jeremiah 49 has some prophecies and some have kind of wrestled with that. I, I, I don't know. You haven't decided, huh? I don't, I don't know. Last question, I'm going to put you on the spot. How much longer do we have before all of this happens and, and, and Jesus comes back? Are we close? We are closer today than we have ever been in the past. Very safe answer. If you want to better understand God's end time plan for Israel and how you, whether you're Jew or Gentile, fall into that plan, then you're going to want to get a copy of Joel Richardson's book, When a Jew Rules the World, what the Bible really says about God's uh, plan for Israel. And uh, you can get it uh, here. We'll tell you how in just a moment. Up next, an important update on a tribe of Jewish people who really need your help. Your gracious gift and support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are currently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Zimbabwe who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help. As our special thank you, when you share a gift of any size right now, we will send you the exciting new book by today's guest, Joel Richardson, called When a Jew Rules the World, What the Bible Really Says About Israel in the Plan of God. This remarkable book will open your eyes to the reality of the coming thousand-year rule of Yeshua from Jerusalem. As an additional expression of our appreciation for your support, we'll also send you the perfect compliment to this book, Jonathan Burness's teaching on CD, The Dangerous Lie of Replacement Theology. Tackling this deceptive teaching that has infiltrated churches about Jewish people in Israel being replaced in God's plans, purposes, and promises, equipping you to refute this dangerous doctrine. Now. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus two additional inspirational gifts to enrich and deepen your connection to the Jewish roots of your faith. These include the Jonathan Burness teaching on CD titled, God's Plan for Israel. And we'll send you the beautiful and meaningful Yeshua Menorah, this lovely decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city, Jerusalem, inscribed with the name Yeshua. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now.
I want to show you a tribe in Zimbabwe that has retained Old Testament traditions and rituals for over 2,500 years. They're called the Lemba. We recently held a wonderful outreach to provide medical care, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries, and it was people just like you that made a difference in their lives. Take a look. In one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers, and together they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish Voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they, they were, they, they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then, and then they can speak and, and they can hear and they can say their names. Babies that, that there was this 18 month old baby that, that couldn't even stand up or sit up, nothing. And, and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. They were cut off and the baby sat up immediately. I mean, <laughs> eyes, eyes to see with adults. I've seen so many miracles. I, my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm, I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. In the afternoon, I was starting to feel pretty tired. My compassion level for patients was dropping. And all of a sudden, the nurse came into my room and said, can you see this patient outside? And I said, feeling tired, well, can't, can't they carry the patient into my room? And she's like, well, she looks pretty sick. So I, I went outside and I go up to this cart that is being drawn by two donkeys, near death look on this young female who is dying from AIDS. And I find out that she's come eight kilometers to seek help. And it was kind of like a slap upside my head because two minutes before that, I'm in my, my room feeling sorry for myself. And that was just God saying, how do you feel now? And I, I, I didn't know what to do. I see a dying woman and I can't help her. But as a man of God, I can share love. I can show compassion. And that's not easy for me to do, but God working through me made it very easy. The Lord is looking down on this with favor, and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people and that the Lord has not forgotten them and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness.
You can't imagine what it's like to reach out to these people. The video just doesn't bring out the experience of being used by God to help Jewish people in desperate need. We need you to come with us. You don't have to be a doctor or a medical professional. There's just one criteria. You have to love the Lord and be willing to be used by him. God has a place for you. The Lemba, a lost tribe of Israel discovered in the remote regions of Zimbabwe. DNA proves that they are descendants of the priestly tribe of Aaron practicing their Jewish faith for thousands of years, not knowing their long-awaited Messiah has come and will come again. And the Jewish Voice Outreach Team has the privilege of sharing this amazing good news with them through our outreaches in Zimbabwe. It's amazing. Come witness this miracle. Be an important part of God at work in these last days, gathering His people back to Himself. We need volunteers urgently for this outreach, medical professionals, prayer partners, and practical service volunteers as we minister to thousands of very needy and spiritually hungry people in just one short week. Come with us and help these desperate Jewish people. Say yes to being God's hands and feet. Please answer the call. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, medicines, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries, all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we share the gospel, and it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. But we need your help. Will you be a part of saving lives, of transforming lives, and blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a generous gift today? If your answer is yes, we have some very special ways of saying thank you today. I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. You can call, you can click right now to share and request them. And remember, it's your generous gift that's going to be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the entire world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook now. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice and just check like or friend, and you'll be able to keep up with all that's going on as we go around the world with the good news. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, and I do this in every program, to pray 
for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.